In this episode of Man Versus Marriage, we are going to be having a wonderful discussion about why. Myself, Coach Rita, I'm going to be sharing my why. Quincy is going to share his why. And then we're going to talk about the true value of change. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. Hello, welcome back. We're glad you guys are joining us. We have an awesome episode for you today. We're going to get into talking about the why. The why. Yes, it's such a powerful question. Um... If I can share for myself, I'm, I'm going to come from the why in my marriage, what, what made me, um, you know, keep going and 31 years later, I'm still at it. And the, really the big question that helped me was, could I discover my why by what I wanted to create. And I kept that very mindful and very purposeful because of what I had to look at and to say, when you look at your parents, when I look at my um, husband's parents, is this what I want in my marriage? Is this what it is that I want to create? And of course, you look at that and you could say, uh, no. And I don't mean that in any disrespect, you, you, what you want to do is you want to create your life a little bit better than your parents and, and take the good and throw out the bad and let's, you know, see what it is that we can discover. So in my own marriage, I wanted to discover my why based on what it was that I wanted to create. And what I wanted to create is when my husband and I are 90 years old and we're sitting across the table having coffee in the morning, am I going to know who this man is that's sitting mm, before me? So good. Or have I paid more attention to my kids, to, you know, my job, you know, my family? Did, did I put more on these other things in my life instead of really focusing on what I wanted to create with my husband? Because when, you know what, you guys, when it's all said and done, that's all that's left. Right. You know, your kids will grow up and move out and, and they'll establish their own lives. Um, you know, your family will do the same, but at the end of the day, it's just the two of you looking at each other across the table. What did I want to create? And I was willing at a point in, in my marriage, I got married when I was 23. To me, that was really young. Um, and in that day and age, it was, um, I just wanted the best of everything. Of course, I think everybody comes into that looking at marriage that way. I wasn't so much about the fairy tale thing. I didn't buy into that, you know. I I thought marriage is what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So I just remember very, very young, Bill and I did not have a good um, beginning And I just remember one day in the shower, I was so frustrated with the way that he treated me, um, his moods. I mean, I just like 
didn't even know like what I was getting myself into or asking myself, what the heck did I get myself into? But I remember this was a life-changing moment is that it's when I discovered that nothing's going to change unless I change it. Hmm. And so I said, and I said it out loud in the shower, I don't care if I'm the one giving 110% in this marriage, I will be the one to do it. I was so dedicated and so motivated to have change and to create something that I wanted. I was willing to do whatever it took. And, but it all started with me. It all started with me. Yes. And I think sometimes when, when we get to that point, we think, I thought this too, is that I have the ability to change my husband. Mm. I have like this superpower that I would have the ability to change him and he would be able to create what it is that I want. I mean, wow. how naive is that? But however, that's how a lot of us do think. Because if I could get him to change to the way that I want him, then life is going to be grand. Like I'm all perfect, right? <laughs> so that, that was a huge um, why for me is what was it that I wanted to create? And, and like I said, it was creating that relationship with my husband that when we're old, that I know exactly who this man is because yeah. I've invested in him. I spent time with him. I've engaged it. I've done everything that I think that I could have possibly done in order to create this, this life that we have that when we're sitting and it's just him and I, that we're so comfortable with each other. And that was the, that was what I was looking for. That's, and still, still to this day, yeah. you know, 31 years into marriage, only being 54, I have a lot of years ahead of me That's to right. learn and grow and, and to develop in, in who he is and who I am. So it's, it's not like you just reach this place in your marriage and you think, okay, this is like smooth sailing. Like we've got this. It's forever growing. It's forever changing. Yep. You're forever, um, like redefining your marriage, redefining who you are. Cause you go through different stages in your marriage. Yeah. So it's just finding that why and creating that why, and that's your purpose and your goal. And it helps you on those days that it really sucks. It That's helps right. you in those days that this isn't looking good when you're frustrated, when, you know, just life happens and you got to refocus yourself and say, this is the why, this is what I'm creating and, and just focus back on that and, and just be hardcore and don't let that go. That's my why. That is so powerful. And first, I just, you know, Coach Rita, I want to honor you first because it's not every day that the coach pulls back the curtain. True. <laughs> so that you can see their vulnerability. And there's a lot of power in that. And I, I believe that you spoke to the heart of a lot of men. And us as men, we generally have our heart guarded. But I believe that that really made it through. It's like... The old saying goes, before you build, you need to count the cost. Right. You know, you need to know what your why is all about. 
And and getting ready for this episode, you know, the thing that I wanted to do is I kind of wanted to shake hands with the last episode when it comes to thinking and how powerful it is to be able to redefine the way that you think by first identifying what you think about. Right. And the thing that struck me is that, and this is just the way that I'm wired and I'm not saying every dude is, but... I got to know why I'm doing something. I got to know what's at stake if I don't. I got to know what I'm fighting for. Maybe that's the primal conqueror, you know, in me or the the primer the primal apex predator in me. I got to know what, <laughs> you know, what it is um that I'm going after. I got I have to know why. What is my why? Why am I doing this? What's at stake if I don't follow this path? And for me, I had, you know, like I said, and even in, 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 you know, a previous episode, I had some stinking thinking that I didn't realize. I didn't know how I thought about certain things. But what I did know is in that, in that all-defining moment, um, in that Living Life by Design course, um, I figured out that I was broken. And I didn't know because I'd spent a lot of time making people laugh. Uh, making people feel good about their self, but I didn't realize truly how broken I was. And it was my thinking. I always thought that somebody else was good enough. I could see you. Right. I could believe in it for you. I could push you along, help you progress. It happened when we created uh, Real Life Music, with my, uh, my late friend, Chris Salisbury. And he and I uh, were sitting on the couch one day, and it's like, man, someday I'm going to start a radio show. I said, you know what? I'm tired of hearing you talk about this. <laughs> that day is today. Do you have a blank tape, uh, cassette tape? Let's go do it. Let's just go do it. And then there was my cousin Joseph, who had talked about starting a, you know, a production company, and putting on professional plays. Right. And I was like, you know what? We're just gonna do it. But when it came to those things in my life that were necessary for me to change or for me to believe in myself, I spent a lot of time mentally sabotaging myself because Mm -hmm. of the idea that I wasn't good enough. One of the reasons I wasn't good enough is because I was 400 pounds. Right close to it, I was nearly 400 pounds. And I, you know, being a former athlete in high school, um, I got down on myself to say, Mm -hmm. hey, you know how to do this. It's not, why aren't you doing it? I didn't know the why behind what really mattered. Right. And then I got a call at the uh, 2009 championship game while I was in Pasadena and Alabama. It was set to dominate Texas, and the call was from my dad. And my dad was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, here I am, nearly 400 pounds. My brother, nearly 400 pounds getting a phone call on a, on a day that's supposed to be a celebration, finding out that your dad has congestive heart failure. Wow. And it's the path that I was on. So I had to look, what's the why? Why do people give me so much crap right now with the way that I eat and, and the way that I go about my business when it comes to my health? Mm-hmm. I can take all that because I know my why. Right. I came to the point where it was like, I want to be around for my eight kids. I want to be around for my grandkids. I want to be around for my great-grandkids. Most of all, though, I want to be around for my wife. 
Right. This is what we signed up for, to spend our lives together, not for me to leave her early because I was not willing to confront the challenge in my life that had to do with my eating. Right. I want, and that, so that's the way, you know, and, and you kind of create an expectation with yourself when mm-hmm. you make a stand and say you're going to do something. Every management meeting that I go to, everybody makes, you know, not everybody, but there's always a few comments about, oh, he doesn't eat all day. He does he, you know, he's fasting right. all day. I could never do that. And that's people limiting their self based on their belief system. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, you know, my why and why I so committed to what my the reason for me to change my the, my way of thinking is because I knew what was at stake and I wanted a I wanted a great marriage. I wanted an awesome outstanding marriage. Mm-hmm. But the path the way that I was thinking was not going to get me there. Right. That's that whole insanity quote. Yep. With my health. I knew the way that I was currently thinking wasn't going to get me there. Mhm. With my finances, with my career, I had to face the why. I had to generate the why. I had to create the why to know here's what I want in life, and this is what's at stake if I don't do it. Right. And this is the why that propels me to make decisions in the moment. And like we were talking about today. Anytime you set an idea for yourself where you're going to make change and you uh, you come up against a decision and you start justifying why you're not going to do it, right? that's one of those areas you need to stop mm-hmm. and make the choice you decided to make and move forward. Right. And it's those little moments that help you continue your why. Because if I'm not, if I don't continue to be healthy, and I relapse and go back to who I used to be, mm-hmm. my quality of life goes down. Right. Uh, sickness goes up. My ability to interact with my family. Mm-hmm. My ability to interact with my wife doing you know what. Right. It's all affected. My, my longevity of life, mm-hmm. my bones, my joints, all that, it's all affected. Right. So you have to know what's at stake if you decide not to do it. It's so true. And that was the, th- the same thing that I had to look at in, in my marriage. Initially, I was a guy in one of those episodes where I heard, Rita says that we should both do this together. Why? That's the other side of why. Yeah. It's like, what do I need? Well, you know, this isn't supposed to be about me. But then you take a moment to go, well, wait. If anything, it, none, it doesn't help at all. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, nothing changes. Best right. case scenario, we see some improvement. Right. And I signed up to have a, a freaking awesome marriage. And it's not there. It's not just going to happen. <laughs> I know. Like you know? we said in the other episode, the previous episode, is a lot of times we have that notion, that mindset, that belief that, you know, marriage is just going to happen organically. And... We just show up on the scene. We're not showing up emotionally, physically, you know, spiritually, any of that. We're, we're just there. Right. And we think that it, this marriage is going to transform and it's going to take us into, you know, where we're celebrating our 75th, I don't know if it's gold, silver, whatever, silver, platinum. I think, yeah. platinum, whatever. Yeah. You know, 
it doesn't happen that way. I wish it would. I wish it could. Because, wow, would we have less problems in the world. Um, but it doesn't happen that way. And I think sometimes we have to release that belief system that it does. That all I have to do is just show up. And things would start to transform. Right. Um, it Just like what you were saying with your health. I mean, you have to do certain things in order to get where it was that you want it to go. Yeah, go to my Instagram and look. I have a 10-year period. I have a picture, me side by side. Mm -hmm. It's a 10-year wow. gap. This is me 10 years ago. I didn't even realize it until I saw it. Uh -huh. And somebody was like, you know, flashback to me 10 years ago. Wow. And I was like, I looked at what year it was, and I was like, wait a minute. I actually have one of those, and I put them side by side, and uh -huh. I was astounded. Yeah. And look, I don't want you to be be like me in this sense where you think I'm starting a diet today and I want to be at my goal weight tomorrow because <laughs> that doesn't happen. No. But what I really, really want you to do is to think just, we, we challenged you already to think about what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. Think about what's at stake if you don't transform the way you think right now. Right. Is it going to get you what you want? Because in this life, you have to decide how good do you want your life to be? Exactly. Are you going to allow somebody else's programming to dictate the level of happiness and fulfillment that you have in this life? Or are you going to take it back? Are you going to redefine that for yourself? And if you are, you need to, you need to pencil out and then pen out and then tattoo out the why. Right. The why. Because I'm telling you, when you have a tattoo, in order to get it removed, it's very painful. painful. And that's what you want. That's what is at stake here for you is understanding why am I doing this? Why am I listening to Man versus Marriage, the podcast? Because you want to redefine your life and you want to figure out how good do you want your life to be. Right. And we're giving you those keys in a very practical, simple, easy to do way. What's not easy is to make the decision to do it. Exactly. But That's I've done it. The hardest thing. I'm telling you, I've done it. I've made the decision. I know what my why is behind why I decided to change my thinking. Mm -hmm. And if I let my thinking go back because circumstances confront me, right? because life is happening. You know, the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. Life doesn't respect People. It has no respecter. <laughs> it is happening for everybody. Mm -hmm. I almost said it's happening to everybody. No. But it's happening for all of us. And it's how you respond that makes it empow an empowering moment right. or a disempowering moment. And the beauty is you get to decide. So when you went and did that thinking exercise... How did it go when you when you decided to try to turn off the chaos? Was it easy? Was it hard? Do you need more practice? That's great because anything worth mastering takes practice. Yes. Right, Coach. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I uh, thank you for kind of pulling the curtain back and giving us your why and 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 for what was going on in, in your life and in your marriage 
so long ago. And not only did you decide that you were going to take, you haven't been a marriage coach for 31 years. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you know? So what did you do? You actually took it so serious, became so passionate about it, that your marriage did change. Mm -hmm. And then you became a coach. Right. Because I think there's possibilities. I've, I'm one that has came from, I mean, and my husband would totally agree that, you know, our marriage pretty much sucked. I mean, there was a point in our marriage that, you know, I was done. I was going to get a divorce and go my way. Um, you know, if things didn't change and it's, it's a really hard place to be when you have two little babies and your husband is not engaged in the marriage. I know what that feels like. Wow. So it's, it's, it's looking at where I've come from appreciating that and taking that and saying, you know what? I know it could be done. Come on. I know it can be done. I've done it. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that, um, you know, that it always works out. The, the thing that I had going for me is that my husband was open. Mm. He was, he was open to it and he knew it and he knew that he might be able to think he could, he could hide and that, you know, he, he might be able to, to, um, confront his demons and him and I both, you know, we all have baggage. We all come into marriage with some suitcases and it's the willingness to let that stuff go. Yeah. And it's given each other the grace to be able to change, to be able to, to evolve into something that you want to be. It's, it's allowing yourself that and, and, in that it's, it's, what do we want? Like, what do we want? And the best question to ask yourself is why are you together? Like I was sharing with you, Quincy, it's like, why did he, meaning he, God, the universe, the higher power, your soulmates, you call it whatever you all want to call it. But why did he put you together? Yeah. Like, have you ever thought about that to go back and think about like, why are we together? Because your why gives you purpose. It Come gives on. you meaning. It gives you a reason. It gives you a goal. And discovering your why, it, it takes courage to take that risk to create it. You have to discover it because you're going to be the one to create it. That's right. You're going to be the one to put yourself out there to create what it is that you want based on your why. And and these are just really... Um, I want to say simple questions, but I think thought provoking questions yes. of, of when you're trying to discover your why, when you're trying to, to discover your purpose, you're asking yourself these questions. Why is it important? Like, why is this important? Why is that significant to me? Your why. Okay. It's your why. Why is it important? Why is that significant? Why do you believe that? Why do you feel so strongly about your belief? Why does that matter to you? See, I think that a clear sense of your why, your purpose, your goal, whatever you want to call it, you and I, Quince, are using why mm -hmm. as, you know, our lead in to, to, to help you guys out there. What's your why? Um, a clear sense of your why, your purpose, your goal, your focus, it enables you to focus your effort on what matters most. Oh man. So the question to ask yourself in I'm I'm dealing with in the confines of your marriage, what matters to you? 
What matters to you? And from that, you could get really honed in and and focused. And from there, you can discover the why. Because what matters to you is really going to be the thing, the catalyst that helps you in those moments that become hard. That's right. Like what you were saying. And, and I so appreciate your vulnerability of, of you sharing your, your health journey with people because I know that's not always easy. I mean, to admit to where you are, to where you were, to where you are in that journey and, and the difficulties that you went through, that's not an easy task. It, but your why was so in the forefront of your mind of this is why I have to do it because if I don't, the repercussions of it are huge. And they impact more than me. Oh, absolutely. And I think, I think we need to, to, to know that in a marriage too, that this isn't all about you. Right. You, you are affecting and impacting a lot of lives. Yes. And, and that's, I think, something that should matter. That should matter why you're doing what you're doing. And I think as a man, at least for the way that I'm built should take a sense of pride in that right because we're naturally a protected we're Mm -hmm. naturally protectors right you know we're naturally conquerors we want there are things that we want to have a sense of personal pride about Mm -hmm. and knowing that the decisions you make positively or negatively impact the people you love right that's sacred it's sacred to me Mm -hmm. i didn't even know that until this moment but that's sacred to me and that's for me saying Dude, whenever you're trying to, when you're starting to get loose on your eating habits, or you're starting to lose your edge, remind yourself to what is sacred to you. Right. And that's the why. And what we're doing, like what we're doing in these episodes now and all the episodes to come is we're giving you the tools to define your why in all different areas right. of your life so that you know what is at stake if you don't. Mm-hmm. And don't be overwhelmed with the idea that this is bigger than you can tackle because we're ma- we're putting it into bite-sized chunks for yes. you here where you can dominate it and and you have that ability within you. Did you hear, did you receive what Coach Rita said? She's a marriage coach. She's a life coach. But she's been in the place where she was ready to divorce and walk away. She was ready to end her marriage, but she brought it back. She overcame it. They overcame it. And not only did they overcome it, they started taking what they had overcome and started giving it away to other people Mm -hmm. so that they could realize what the possibility is. Now, look, you're hearing from a coach that they've experienced Divorce, near divorce, and they've made a comeback from it. So it's all possible, and what do you want? There are some key elements that your spouse has to be open, but that's why we're challenging you to change you first. Right. You're going in this journey, and, and when, you, when you change and you go to your spouse and you start to challenge, hey, what did you really want when we got married? Right. You will have done some pre-work to help her through that hard question because who has time to think about that? Right, right. You know, yep. who has time to think about that? Mm-hmm. I don't know what your home structure is, but for my wife, she's generally managing chaos with eight kids mm-hmm. 
with three kids with autism, with right. dogs, with school. She homeschools six kids. She could just ship them off to school. Right. She homeschools six kids. But she knows what's at stake and what she wants and what we want to create. So who has time to think about that? So what you can do is you go through these processes, you start to develop yourself and you start to change and she'll start to know that. And then authentically, you can present questions that you have worked through so you can be there as a leader to, to walk her along this path. Right. Maybe she sees that you're changing and she wants in on it. Maybe you tell her, oh, I'm listening to this great podcast and it's challenged me. And I want to become a better man. And you leave it at that. Right. But that starts the thought in her head. Doesn't matter what her comment is. Because <laughs> maybe her comment is, oh, here we go again. Right. But as, as long as you know the why in your life, those things are not going to affect you long term. It'll yeah. hurt in the moment. But you just keep pressing forward. And we're, that's what we're doing. We're just we're breaking this down into small steps. I have been on the path for a little while. And I have made these mistakes i had this is a vetted process that worked for me of course you got to take it and tweak it to your own right but i have vetted this process and i have an amazing marriage to show for it that's not to say we don't have problems right. because we're human it's part of this glorious adventure of being a human being mm -hmm. but now we know how to work it right and i think it, it in a, in a couple, like you have to discover what matters most to you. You, you have to be able, cause every relationship is different so and unique different. and you have to do you like, like don't try to do what you saw the Smiths do because that's worked for the Smiths or, you know, Peggy and Johnny over there. It's like, you have to discover you, your uniqueness, who you guys are and what it is that you want to re what you want to create. Don't compare yourself to other couples because that is just like, it will kill you in a half a second. Right. You have to get honest and vulnerable with yourself and say, this is what it is that matters to me. This is what it is that I want to create. And it's just having that courage to really have that kind of conversation. You know, it's not like, it's not like, um, well, in my case, it's like, yeah, my marriage sucks. So what are we going to do about it? it? You might not all be there. Right. Some of you may be there. Some of you may be like, I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm content. Things are going good. That should be a clear sign that you need to like maybe step it up a little bit. Sure. You know, there's always areas that we all could grow in to get the best of what it is, you know, that we want. I just want to address something really, really quick. Cause I think sometimes men fall into this category and I hate like stereotyping, stereotyping. you know me, I, I don't like to do that, but I just want to throw this out there is a lot of times, um, when, when we get into this mode of we're going to change and this is what we're going to put forth, this is my why. And, and we have these aha moments, then life becomes this checklist. Life becomes I did this for my wife. Okay, let's check this off. I gave her flowers. Okay, let's check this off. I did all the things that Coach Rita told me to do, so I'm going to check it off. Well, then your life has become a checklist, and your life isn't, you're not living your life like in the heart of it. Yeah. Because cause really the change happens in your heart. It doesn't happen based on a checklist. So I don't want you men to fall into that, to, into that trap that, 
I'm giving you all these things to do and it's, it is just a checkbox. Like you're just going through it and you're going through the motions of it, that there's no heart to it. It's just something that you're just doing because I said for you to do it and then you're expecting results tomorrow. Like, sorry, that doesn't happen that way. Don't fall into that trap. Like really do it from the heart and, and present it that way, that it's really genuinely coming from your heart. And that's when you start to see change. That's when you start to see things and you start to get momentum. And once you start seeing momentum, then it just gives you that drive and that purpose to just keep going because you see what it is that you're investing in is starting to pay off. Yeah. So I just, I just wanted to kind of put that out there because I think sometimes we can fall into that trap because, well, Coach Rita, you said this and I did this and, and it didn't work. Right. Well, how are you doing it? Like, are you doing it just because I said, or you're doing it really because you thought about this and it's coming from the heart and this is what I want to create and this is what matters to me. All of that will be projected. All of that will be um, noticed when it comes from the heart. Does that make sense? Yeah. Instead of it coming from. And I got the wheels turning right now. (laughs) I got the wheels turning because it reminds me a little bit of an an older episode that we did um, when we talked about um, men and women and how is it, is it men are 90% logical or physical? Physical. 90% 90% physical, 10%, 10% emotional. emotional, and women are 90% emotional, uh-huh. 10% physical. Exactly. And what, it, what it's hard for a guy not to make a checklist I because know. we're so doers. So could we, if it's no, it's no, but could we make sort of a checklist or a structure in that physical side of ourself so we know what we're working at, but our approach should be through that 10% of our emotional connection with our wife. Okay. That helps because I need some checklists in my life. I totally, it's, it's how you present it. If you're presenting it as though it's a checklist, your wife's going to know it. That's true. If you're not authentic, if you're not authentic versus you're really doing it from the heart. And, and I'm, of course, you know, if you need to keep note, like, I need to leave my wife a note this morning because I know life gets busy and we're thinking about other things. I get it. And if that's what helps you, then that's what helps you. It is what it is. But when you present it, don't present it like it's a checklist. Like I did that. Okay. Got to be, it has to be with the idea that you're working to connect with her emotionally. Yes. Yes. So it's got to, while there could be a checklist for structure because you're becoming a new person you need to know what, you know, kind of what you're working with or what does this look like? Right. Even if it's a mental checklist, um, you really want to focus these things on connecting emotionally with right. your wife. And that's not easy to do because we're not that emotional. 90%. <laughs> yeah, right. that's our, but you got to show up 100% in that 10% that you are because it speaks her language so it's got to be authentic not just uh here i bought you flowers because coach rita said boom checks the box you you should respond to me in a certain way it Mm -hmm. is hey here i I got you these flowers and here's why put the why in it here's why yeah this made me think of you right you got it you you start to develop that emotional side of of yourself so it connects with your wife because that's what she needs right and you can you know, you can kind of make a checklist, but if you do it mechanically, she'll then know. 
she she'll just know. Yeah. And then it won't be authentic, and you'll be blaming man versus marriage the <laughs> podcast because I did everything you said and right. it didn't work. When we want you to slow down for a minute and understand, and mm-hmm. if you don't, that's okay. Right. It will come. Send us an email. Right. And we can help you. Reach out to us on Facebook and we can help you. That's what we're here for is to help you through the process. Like really help you through right. it. Like if really? I, right. It, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm Go sorry. for it. I just had a thought when you were saying that. Um, just thinking like men think a lot. Like very analytical. You're thinking a lot. You have a lot going on in your head. And I'm not saying that women don't either because we do too. But I just want to address another thing is that I believe men have the greatest intentions in their head, but there's a disconnect in following through like, and I know my husband would admit to this and like, and I, maybe most men out there might admit like you can like in your mind, you're thinking I need to buy my wife a card or I need to get her flowers or I need to leave her a note. I need to text her a nice thing. I need to, you know, take her out on a date. I need to make her feel special. You, I know you guys think this, like, I know you think this and I know she's on the forefront of your mind. I know this. I want to believe this with everything within me, but your follow through gets lost. Hmm. Like, like the minute you think that I need to do this for my wife, do it. Do Just it. don't think it. Right. Because a lot of times when you're in the argument, you're thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, I thought that. Like, I thought I should do that. Yeah. But you didn't do it. Like, you didn't follow through with it. And follow through with those thoughts, those, I need to text my wife and just say, hey, babe, I'm thinking about you today. Or how's your day? If you can't, if you say, how's your day going? And you don't have time to, like, know how her day is going, don't text that. I'm just thinking about you. I want you to know I love you. Simple things like that go miles and miles and miles with your wife. Don't get caught in your just your thinking it. Act on your thinking. That's just something I just want to, because I know we talked about thinking last episode. If you're thinking it and, and you know that this would really do something wonderful for your wife, follow through guys, follow through. Cause I do believe you have the best intentions. I, I really do believe that you th- you're thinking about your wife. So when you're thinking about her, just text that or call, or if you, you know, if you have those times that you can, Hey, just thinking about you. It, it's, I'm telling you it pays dividends. That's it's a good it's word. huge. So I just, I just wanted to give you that little, that little nugget out there and, and, and also say that, you know, don't be limited by your own thinking on how difficult this all could be to come up with your why don't, don't limit yourself that the, how it's, it's you, you have this why, but then you're saying, how am I going to get this? So I just want to share this quote. I shared it with you earlier, Quincy. Um, it's by, um, Fred, Frederick Nika. Nietzsche. 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 I forgot that. Cha. Cha. Nietzsche. Cha. Cha. He who has a why can endure anyhow. If you have a why, you have a purpose, you have a goal, you have that in front of you, you will figure it out because it's so 
you are like so driven on this why that nothing can shake it. And, and when you're driven that way, the way to get it comes your way. Like yes. there's things that, that come your way to help you obtain that why, to help you keep focused on that why. I mean, I wish it was an easier way that we can do this to help you, but it's really digging deep within yourself to, 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 to be able to come up with your why. So I just have this question for you, Quincy. Okay. Cause I think this will help, um, you know, some, some of the listeners, not some, but hopefully it will help the listeners that when you and Jeannie started coming and meeting with me, um, give us some of your takeaways on having the why or the purpose in your marriage and how did that benefit your marriage? Yeah. That's a tall question. It is a tall question. It's a very tall question. Um, all right, repeat that question. So give me any kind of takeaways on on having the why out there. Like you had your why, your purpose in your marriage, and how did that benefit your marriage? Well, initially when we started coming to you, our why in the marriage was back where we started. Mm-hmm. We didn't necessarily carry it along with us. And that was just out of sheer ignorance because mm-hmm. we didn't know. I think we signed up to the first night I met her. You know, we signed up. No, we didn't sign up. But the first night I met her, we talked about all the things we had in common. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, this seems perfect. <laughs> Sports and fishing and fun and laughter and joy and mm-hmm. you know all these different things we both want kids how many do you want how many do you want? oh we both want four kids wow and that's kind of where it stopped mm-hmm. um we had the idea we we're going to move to alabama right you know how that I, worked out yeah <laughs> um but it that's kind of where it stopped in the beginning because life started right and when you put things together it's like oh wait we got bills to pay we got to figure out how to get food on the table <laughs> We have to put gas in the car? Oh, man. What do you need? We need car insurance? Oh, my gosh. And, oh, it's your birthday? How do I, I got to buy you a present? <laughs> it's Christmas? You know, all these things started piling on top of us. And we forgot what we actually signed up for. Right. What we wanted. Good point. It didn't make the cut. Because there were so many things that had a louder voice. Mm-hmm. And the product was, we have, a, we have a good marriage, but man, it's in a tough place. You know, then you add kids to that and it's like, wait, you need diapers? You need milk? You, you need clothes? Right. You have to go to the doctor? How am <laughs> I supposed to pay for that? And it's just a, it's an ongoing layering of things that make, that get you further and further away for why you got married in the first place. I mean, there's evidence there why we got married Mm -hmm. because we wanted a family. We wanted to laugh. We wanted to enjoy one another's company. But when I sat down there, it's like, first of all, I, I put it out right away that I like to, when I say stuff, I like to make sure I say it perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so I won't, you know, in the past, I wouldn't say things because it had to be said perfectly. Right. 
Um, I didn't want to say what you wanted us to hear. Well, I didn't want to say what you wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say what was real. Right. And after that first, like that first initial meeting, it was like, man, what, what did we sign up for? We'd already had the, you know, the five, seven or the seven, five conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I, I really need to take some responsibility for my marriage and figure out who this woman is that I'm married to and figure out what this marriage is. And you just, I, I just never thought about improving my marriage. Like I would say my kids or one of my football players mm -hmm. or at work getting better, learning more. It never crossed my mind. Right. It's embarrassing, but it's the truth. It never crossed my mind until that marriage conference. And then that first, um, counseling session with you mm -hmm. to think, wow, what, what have we been doing here? Why are we holding each other hostage for people we're not? Why aren't we listening? Why aren't we communicating? Why, why do I think you have to think like me? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Why am, I not, why am I not letting you think on your own? Why is it that if I don't understand what you said, I don't just ask you? <laughs> is this what you meant? Right. Pretty amazing, huh? It is. It is. It just kind of, it's like you said earlier, it's sobering mm -hmm. to think. Obviously, this girl was the hottest woman I ever laid my eyes on. She's still pretty hot, I think. Well, yeah. After eight kids, man. <laughs> She's hot either way you look at it. But when I first met her, you know, guys were were visual. Visual, yes. You know, and she was supermodel status, and I'm like, you know, I'm pushing, I'm over three bills. And it's like, what could this girl ever see in me? Well, I bet the insecurities, man, just ran rapid with you. Huh? It, it was terrible. Yeah. Like I say, I got mad at the guy who set us up. But I underestimated the power of dimples <laughs> and making a girl laugh. You know, I underestimated the power right, of that. Right. But now, you know, she is absolutely my most favorite person. You always that walked, say that. She's my most favorite person that walks the earth. Yeah. I adore this woman. But I'm convinced it wouldn't be this way unless I did it on purpose. Right. It just wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And still to this day, we have very hard conversations. I just know how, I know the finesse that it takes now to work through it. Right. I'm not perfect at it, but I know the finesse that mm -hmm. it takes. I hope I answered your question. Yes, you did. Thanks for sharing that. Because I know sometimes that's not always easy when I just put you on the spot and say, hey, you know, share this. And I think in, in everything that you're saying that success happens on purpose and never by accident. So true. It, you were purposeful. Both of you were purposeful coming into my office, sitting down, being vulnerable, being honest and saying, we want to, we want to change. We just don't know how we don't know what areas and it's pinpointing those areas and, and really just giving some insight and learning about each other. And that doesn't happen by accident. That's right. And it's all about being intentional. So you have to be intentional about your why. You really have to dig deep and, and really look at and ask yourself, what do I want? 
in what you want can you discover your why. Very true. And I got to tell you, <clears throat> producer Ashley is not here today. I'm in charge of the time. So watch out. And if you were to see how long this episode has gone, oh, may I be in trouble. We're going to anyway, cut it off. <laughs> it's time to close it down, ladies and gentlemen. Get in my belly. Um, okay, here we go. Thank you so much for listening today. I am confident. I am confident that we have given you the right information and spoken to you as the man, as that man who knows that you want something better. You just have to determine what your why is in each area, and we're going to be right there, right alongside you yes. to get it done. So why don't you reach out to us via email? It's coach at manvsmarriagepodcast.com. That's coach at man. V like victory, S like success, marriagepodcast.com, man versus marriagepodcast.com. And you can check us out on Facebook. Check us out in the Facebook. MVSM podcast. Check it out. We're also on Instagram. We got some pretty cool Instagrams going on, especially Rita's Ireland pictures. What a fantastic trip. Anyway, until the next episode, we are. Out. Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.